Welcome to the Warrior Growth Academy podcast, a place for anybody and everybody who wants to become the best versions of themselves. Your story doesn't make you who you are. It is the rest of your story, who you choose to be. You can write a story about who you've been, and you can write a story about who you are now, but you can also write a story about who you could be. It's better to be a warrior in a garden than a gardener in a war. Look into your heart and see what it is that you truly want. You have to take possession of your life. You must be the master of your own kingdom. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Warrior Growth Academy podcast, where we cover all the things that will make us learn and grow into becoming the better versions of ourselves. It's that time of the year, Valentine's Day, the day of love. But love is something that is present in our lives, at least we want it every single day. But what really is love? Let's dig into this. So last year, I did a complete off-script episode about love. It was pretty fun, but this year, I want to tackle it a little bit more seriously. Of course, there are different levels, different styles of love, because you can love bananas, you can love skiing, and you can love someone. And obviously, it's not the same type of love. Since this is a special episode for Valentine's Day, we're not going to tackle all the types of love, but rather the love that two people can experience between them, not the love that you can have for chicken soup or your favorite football team. Let's have a look at love from a scientific point of view, but also spiritual and philosophical since anything can be explained and looked at from different perspectives and there's not just one right way to do it. Collins Dictionary definition of love is a deep and tender feeling of affection or attachment or devotion to a person. For sure, love is something, maybe in different forms and coming from different sources, but it's something that we all look for. We could say it's necessary for our survival. So if it's that important, let's understand better what it is. So from a scientific analysis, love is a cocktail of emotions. The University of Utah categorizes love as a secondary emotion which combines two primary emotions, and the primary emotions are happiness, sadness, fear, anger, and others. So it combines two primary emotions, mainly trust and joy, but that's when it's a positive situation or experience. It can obviously also include sadness and fear in other situations. And when you think about it, it makes sense because it's kind of an umbrella because the things that you could feel in a stable relationship is security, respect, companionship, trust, peace, comfort, and other very specific emotions or key ingredients. And it makes sense that we look at love as an emotion, even if officially it's not a primary emotion. And if you Google all types of emotions, there's not going to be love. 
but at least it's kind of accepted that it's seen as one since we say we feel love as you feel anger or joy. And actually, lately, I've seen a Jay Shetty video. I'm not 100% sure about the science, so please don't quote me on this one, but it at least logically makes sense. So he says that when you meet someone, those butterflies that we describe, that we feel, it's basically excitement and stress combined at the beginning of a relationship. So he explains that when you meet that someone new, There is that excitement of, I'm going to see that person tonight. I wonder where this is going. I love how they think. I love their vibe, their energy. But at the same time, there's that stress since it's something new. You're in a way stressed that they let you down or that they don't answer their phone or that they disappear or that it's not going to work out, whatever it is. And that with time, it disappears, the stress part And the excitement maybe is a bit different when you get used to someone, but it doesn't mean that the love has disappeared. It's just that initial situation is not the same six months ago or even 20 years later, obviously, but that doesn't mean the love itself disappeared. Actually, the love is developing and growing stronger since there's all those other elements and emotions that come into the mix and grow with time. Now, from a spiritual point of view, I'll simplify the things, but in general, spiritual leaders often have a Zen approach to life and say that we are love. And that comes from a few key elements like self-love and acceptance and viewing the world being as it should be and all humans and things being connected by a force, an energy that all together creates love. If you're not too much into that way of thinking that might seem and feel a bit far-fetched, but you cannot not like the message, at least I'm guessing, which is a message of peace and ultimate love that is all around us and that actually is us and within us and us all together, the nature, people, everything in this world. And again, and I know I repeat this very often, but the point of exploring different beliefs and opinions and theories is not just to confirm what we already believe, how we already think. The goal of it is to expand how we think, how we live, to challenge what we believe in. And when you bring things that are completely different from your beliefs or a little bit different, the two things that can happen is that either you change your belief if you feel that this new opinion, this new theory is better and serves you better and does you more good than another one that you had before, or it will reinforce it because you've just confirmed, because you had that debate with yourself. Now, the philosophy of love, and it's kind of funny because the word itself, philosophy, comes from Greek and it means the love of wisdom. So, Plato's explanation is that love is the ideal beauty. The physical love of an object, an idea, or a person itself is not the proper way and not the proper form of love. And that the love is just a reflection of that object, that idea, of that person, and it partakes in the ideal beauty. 
which is, I agree, very vague and very philosophical. But again, it makes us reflect and it makes us ask ourselves, what do we truly love? And what is that bigger love and ideal beauty? And according to Aristotle, the highest form of love is that a man loves himself. Without that basis, he cannot extend sympathy or affection to others. I think that point of view has been said and spread more in today's world rather than Plato's angle. But at the end of the day, it is true that if you don't have any love for yourself, you cannot expect to truly enjoy someone else's love, even less give them any love if you don't even have quote-unquote, enough for yourself. So now, if we take all of these approaches, so the spiritual, the philosophical, the scientifical, and obviously I've not even scratched the surface of any of those categories. The goal was just to touch upon a little bit and just to make us reflect and see different point of views. But bottom line, love comes from within, whatever point of view we look at it. And in practical terms, when we say we love someone, actually we love how we feel around that someone. Think about it. We are thinking of ourselves first. It's logical. It's for our own survival. Any situation or person that is hurting us, we want or should stay away. So you walk away from a toxic relationship when you put the love of yourself first. You spend time with someone you love because you feel good around them. You make sacrifices and efforts for someone out of love. But it all comes down to the love you have for yourself. And we're not talking here about buying yourself your favorite shoes or taking a hot bath once a week. We're talking about real love deep inside on a daily basis, even if and actually especially if you mess up, if you're not winning, because that shouldn't affect that love that is rooted within you and that has to be obviously nurtured and practiced. So I have a simple question for you today. Do you really love yourself? How can you love yourself more? How do you show yourself love? How can you feel that love more often and remind yourself on a daily basis? Because at the end of the day, it's love that fuels us every single day. It's not food. It's not liquids. Sure, we will die if we don't eat or drink. But still, on a bigger scale, it's love that fuels and makes this life so beautiful and so worth living. On this I wish you a lot of love from within and from outside and from everywhere. And may we all come together and create more love in this world. I hope you've enjoyed this episode and I will see you at the next episode of the Warrior Growth Academy podcast. An educated person is not necessarily one who has an abundance of general or specialized knowledge. An educated person is one who has so developed the faculties of their mind that they may acquire anything they want. It is important to draw wisdom from many different places. If we take it from only one place, it becomes rigid and stale. Understanding others, the other elements, and the other nations will help you become whole. Step by step, the student is being brought together with himself. 
to the point where he catches up with his own inner being and can accept it completely. And that is, you see, the most difficult thing to do, to accept oneself completely. But because we lack awareness or understanding of who we are, we're totally locked into a physical world, and we let things outside of us control us. 95% of the population are reacting to life. They're not really living at all. And it's very important that you realize that your evolution, your, your journey through this incredible thing is nothing to do with anyone else. And you can't live your life the way your mommy and daddy want you to live it, or the way the people at the office say you gotta live it, or the way society says you gotta live it. You gotta live it for yourself.